I've got quite a big goal with this video, is to make you smarter, faster, and more successful in 2024. Race drivers, welcome to the last episode of the current series of the Race Driver Coach Show. Thank you to everybody that's been listening in the past and now for the first time maybe. All the subscribers, likers, commenters, thank you because you've kept this show going. So it's a bit, you know, I couldn't do this without you guys. Let's, let's really be honest. And to repay that, I started off with a pretty big goal for this video, right? To make you smarter, faster and more successful for next year. I'm going to attempt to do that in this video or to at least get the ball rolling. It's up to you to bring it home. Now, the way I'm going to do this is by giving you a condensed version of what I do with clients when I work with them, especially in the very start of the coaching relationship. And that's the process I'm going to run you through. And I want you to actually manage this so you can actually improve and get this thing that you've been trying to get for so long in racing or in life. This is applicable to anybody that's trying to achieve something, especially when you know it's you, yourself, that's holding you back from actually letting loose properly and and achieving what you've got in mind. Don't want to go too deep yet because I want to leave that to the steps when we go through it step by step. But just to give you a bit of an insight I've been around long enough now to see drivers that are in F1 now, what they were like when they're 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when I saw them and maybe worked with them or against them in the same team. Uh, So we're still working with each other, really. And you get to know them. You get to see their, their flaws, their strengths and their weaknesses, how they operate, how they work, you know, their work ethic and all this. And what you notice is that year by year, they don't actually, race drivers, don't actually improve that much. So when I saw things that were not helping them back in the day, and then I see them grow up, and now they're in their 20s, 30s, and you can see them at a professional level, they may be in a shinier, glossier championship now, but you can still see the traits are there. If they used to fold under pressure when they were a kid, and they, they kind of have beliefs that don't allow them to really be their best. You can see it now when they're in F1. It's still there. Maybe they've got a driving style that's not, you know, it's holding them back. You can see that it's still there. Drivers do improve incrementally over, you know, each year. But normally it's because they're getting used to the driving technique. They're getting used to that particular car. They're in a better team now. But they don't make leaps personally, mentally, as much as you think. It's pretty coded. By the time they're 17, 18, they nearly stay like that until they're in their older, older years. And this is really interesting because it's an opportunity. And I want you to understand that we, in general, we're on autopilot. I call it the matrix that we live within in our internal environment, right? How we translate the world internally and look at it and what it means to us, and then how we go about reacting to that, and how we get the most out of ourselves. That's our matrix, and it's built up by past experiences, you know, things that influence your mental model and your perception on the world. Past experiences, things you've gone through, your belief system, which comes from that, the values, things you hold valuable to you. These are three of the main things that create the person that you are now, and they create this person, and then you're pretty much on autopilot, So you might change your goals as you go through and things like this and your friends and environments. But essentially, that internal coding that you picked up in the first, I'd say first eight years, but then it carries on obviously to your teens and your puberty and all this. And when you're 18, you're pretty set. 
someone can meet you 10 years later and you're pretty much the same person. But you do actually go through and react to life in a very automatic way. And you don't realize it. You think you're improving, but actually it's still you there deep inside. We're all the same, by the way. Still have our flaws until we really dedicate ourselves to working on them until we condition them out or just manage these things that are holding us back. So I'm telling you all this because I need you to break that pattern. If you're not getting the results that you wanted to last year and the year before and the year before that, this is going to keep repeating until you turn the spotlight on you, on the things that are really holding you back and you work on them. Or you get somebody to help you, you know, if you're running a business and you, you know you've got these flaws, you can't run all the departments, but you need to find someone and allocate that person to things that and you're not good at, the business will grow. Same as a race driver. It's same for a race driver. So in short, what we're going to do, I'm going to take you through some steps that are going to help you revolutionize yourself, or at least to get very, very clear on what you have got to improve if you want to create the future that you're destined for, you're, you're dreaming about, sorry. We need to jump on this now. I want you to come to this video thinking, no longer am I gonna settle for the way I've been up to now. I've got to change. My results are not what they should be or what I want them to be. It's up to me to change. So let's do that now. Step number one is to review and rate. This pretty much, before we move on, is a download from what you've achieved last year. So if you look back on your goal, the things that you were dreaming about at the beginning of the year, how did you do? Did you achieve them? If not, why? And for most people, it will be the if not why. And I want you to put pen to paper right now. And at the top, right, my goal was to have achieved, by now, I wanted to have achieved this. And you write that down, right? You're rubbing, you're rubbing your face in it, basically saying, this is what you wanted. Your previous you wanted this, but you failed. We need to really face it and understand because this is going to give you the mirror. Looking into that mirror, the person who's really responsible for your success, you're looking into that mirror and you're getting answers now. So it's like, right, I'm going to come to this, even if you come to this in the third person, so you don't feel so attached to it. But really, I want you to rub your face in it and say, right, this was my goal at the top of the page, right? And when you've done that, I want you to list down the reasons why you did not achieve that goal in the way that you wanted. So say if you wanted to win the championship, but you finished fifth, let's find out why. What are the actual, seriously honest reasons that it didn't happen? And you can start off with the things that are out, out of your control. It was the team's fault. Uh, my car broke down. I constantly had traffic in qualifying. You know, the things that you think are up to other people and other things in life. Put them down. Fine. But then I want you to actually peel them back. And just pretend that you are in full control of your outcomes. If it's raining outside, it's your fault. I want you to see life like that as you look at this list. And go, right. If it was the team's fault, was it really my fault for choosing that team when all the signs were there before but I ignored them, like going into a bad relationship, right? Was it my fault for not jumping on top of them early enough or not communicating to them in the right way of how, right way of how to improve? So then you start to look a bit deeper and point the finger at yourself and looking in that mirror again, the honesty mirror, and you say, right, these were the things I could have actually controlled. 
So if there's, I keep getting, I keep breaking down, maybe I should have fired the current mechanic and got a better one. Maybe we should have found more money so we could prepare the car better or join a better team. It's our fault for not getting the money in. Um, if it's qualifying traffic, it's up to me to position the car in the right place. If I'm hitting traffic, six out of 10 qualifyings, that's my fault, that's on me. I need more space. I need to figure out how to create that space in qualifying and go for it. So I want you to write these things down. The reasons, and it might not be a championship, it might be you failed to get the sponsorship you needed to. Okay, why? Ah, companies are just not interested in what I've got to offer. You can do the external things again that seem like they're out of your control, but once you've done that, I want you to grow that list and start to point the finger at yourself again and say and ask yourself, right, maybe it was the way I was selling it. Maybe I wasn't researching companies well enough. Maybe I wasn't contacting companies as much as I thought I was. I was researching them, but I weren't even contacting them in the right way. Maybe it's the way I sell. Maybe I've got to change something about the way I approach and what I offer. Again, bringing it all back on you. And when I say I want to make you smarter, faster, obviously, and more successful, but smarter, this is the kind of view I want you to look at last year or the current year. It's like, what could I have done? Because then straight away, you'll start to think in your mind, right, next year, I'm going to make sure I contact four companies a week or research them and then contact them the week after. I'm going to make sure I've got good material. I'm going to make sure that I research companies and offer them what they actually need rather than what I need. Your mind will go there. That is making you smarter. So this is what it's all exposing. So the first thing to do is to really review the year right? And I would say, once you get the key points, once you say something like, you know, you keep going down to how it's your fault and you get to a point where you're like, I think it's my confidence that I'm lacking. I haven't got any. That's what's stopping me pick up the phone or talking to people or really expressing what I can offer them. So actually, it's confidence that's the problem. I want you to come up with two or three true core reasons why you didn't achieve your goal. It might be confidence. It might be worrying what other people think. It could be something that is, you know, it's very relevant to being in the car, like my car control's not good <laughs> or my race craft. And you can have a list of five or six if you want. But I want you to really write them down and, and just see that it was impossible from day one. So when you've written these down, you can actually see these two to five things that you know that you didn't really execute on, and then you look at that goal at the top of the page, you can see that if I am underperforming in these areas, that goal was impossible. I was never going to do it. And if you were to say, right, to, get the, to, to achieve that goal, this is where we get to the rating part. To achieve that goal, I'm going to rate myself in these areas I've listed out of 10. And if you're saying, right, I'm two out of 10 in confidence, my race craft is like four out of 10. Um, the way I lead the team, if that was something that came up, is like four out of 10. I want you to get very conscious of your levels. 10 would be the ultimate driver in each of these areas, or ultimate performer if it's outside of driving. And rate yourself and really just look at it and think, get to the point where you think, this has got to change. I'm just going to run the same program again next year in terms of mental program and approach. And I'm going to end up with the same result. I'm not going to get my goal. I'm going to look a fool. Whatever you can to really install pain into it and just look at how life is going to plan out. You know, I call it the destiny mirror. 
I said honesty mirror already, but I call it the destiny mirror. When you look into this mirror, you see a timeline and you can see your life in front of you. Where you are now is, is in front of you or left, whichever you prefer, and you can see into the distance how it's going to pan out. And if you carry on with these twos, fours and fives out of tens, how do you think it's going to play out, really? You can paint it in your head, you can see it, visualise it, compared to if you change. If you start to get eights out of tens in these areas, eight out of tens, it's a game changer. And that's what I want you to spend next year doing. So in doing this, in having this review, it's the most important step to coaching. It's how I approach it anyway. It's the most important step to self-realization and self-awareness of, oh my God, I can't believe I've been doing this for so long the wrong way. Not operating at my optimal state of mind. Being the person I need to be that creates the goal. I'm just not creating that person. You look at it, you get honest, and straight away you start to plan what you're going to train next year or from this day forward. And this is how self-development works. Step two, choose the goal for next year. The nice bit, let's start wishing again, right? Let's re, it might be the same goal, but let's replace it maybe with a different goal for the next 12 months. What is it you want to achieve this time? And more importantly, why? What's it going to give you? Let's get some motivation behind it. Like, this is going to, if I achieve this goal, it will open up doors in the future. It will give me this. It will mean that. I can get sponsors. Whatever it is, I want you to start to juice up your goals so it becomes more important to you. The benefits. And to give a little bit of more motivation, how will you feel? What will it look like from the outside? Because that's something that drives people. If you fail again. Get 12 months down the road from where we are now. You look at the goal, you're doing the same exercise because you bloody screwed it up again just because of you. How will that feel? And use that to drive you. Some people get motivated by the stick of this is what will happen if you don't do it. Some people get motivated by the carrot of this is how good it could be if you do achieve this goal. I want you to do both. Get very clear on next year's goal and the motivation behind it. Why? What's it going to give you? And why? What's it going to save you from? Step three, understand what you need in order to achieve this goal. So now we make a shopping list. What kind of person, again, pen to paper, you put the goal at the top, now it's the future, right? So you can have one page for the past that's just happened, and now we've got the future. Clean sheet, goal at the top, and then what is it I need? What are the attributes as an individual that I need in bucketfuls? I need 10 out of 10s, maybe eight out of 10s in these areas, but I really need to excel in these areas. What do I need? Firstly, for me, I need to build my confidence. Great, let's work, you know, you can start a plan on it. I need to be better at selling. I need to do a bit of a, a, a bit more, I need more intelligence with business. I need to know how it works, the marketing world. Who can I talk to? Blah, blah, blah that comes later. Um, and you're making a list of things that you need personally. And externally, what do you need? I need cash. <laughs> I need cash to race. I need somebody to help me. I need a manager. I need a fitness trainer. I need a driver coach. I need these things. Maybe it's not an external person. Maybe you need some kind of technology. I need a better car. There's got to be some, a better team. There's something there on the externals and you make it a bit of a shopping list. In order to get this, I need this artillery internally and externally. What is that? Get very clear on it. And you'll notice actually that a lot of it, the stuff you're asking for, with the things you were missing last year. You'll look at the list from last year, like I was personally not delivering these areas and external these areas, and you're pretty much flipping it. 
and saying, that's what I actually need. But you're telling the mind to focus on it. You're putting it on the radar. I need these things in place to get this goal or at least to stand a chance. Number four, create the plan. Again, this is the great start. This is, this is the great part, sorry, where you can start to design how you're gonna get these. And the best thing I do is I hold myself and clients accountable by making what we're doing now monthly. So we're kind of saying to ourselves, right, this is the goal for the year. These are the things I need, right? I need to chunk this down. I need mini wins. I need to know what I need to have in place by the end of Jan. Let's say you're doing this now in December. You say, right, by the end of January 2024 or the next year, whatever year you're listening to this in, what, what's the goal? What do I need in place? So you're starting to now have a roadmap. So you know if you're on the right track. So every month, you don't go past one month without some kind of reminder whether you're ahead or behind the game. So you make mini goals. You can have a few mini goals in each area. I need this, a goal with fitness, a goal with finance, a goal with driving, whatever it is. What are the goals that will contribute and take you toward the main goal? And that then, it always bleeds into tasks, things I've got to do, to-do lists under each goal. And if you have this and refresh it every month, so you get to the end of Jan, right, where am I? Did I succeed? Did I actually achieve the goal? If not, what have I got to do? What's the goal for the next month? And then you start to make a list. You've got to be so organized when it comes to this. I am so organized on this. It's a bit geeky, but I have an Excel sheet, an Excel form, and I call it the maxi attack. I've told you about it before. And it pretty much, you have a goal for the month, you have an overriding goal, but you have a goal for the month and then the jobs I must get done this month if I want that goal to become a reality. I want you to do this for yourself. It could be just on your phone, it could be just notes on your phone, but really if it's on a document, a software, piece of software, and it holds you accountable, and you can literally rate yourself at the end of the month, right? This is how well I did in these areas, which again is what I do, and I go even further, I have a graph. So I can see over the year how my work ethic has been. Have I improved in this area? You can design this for yourself. This is a plan. And it allows you to hold yourself accountable, to coach yourself, and forces you to move forward or forces you to find out the truth if you've got what it takes in this discipline that you're in. Which, to be fair, that's what we want. We want, we want clarity, can I actually make it? Have I got it? Well, got what it takes. You've got to have the stomach to listen and find out the answer to that. And step five, work your tail off and rinse and repeat. This sort of thing is going to take work from you, of course. You need to put it in. There's no point having a plan. I see this. Pe people do this a lot in business as well. They research to hell. They have a plan in place. They've done all the organizational bit but then they don't actually put the hours in to make that plan come to fruition. And this is the challenge with drivers. They know what they want, they know the, their goals, they know their flaws, but then they don't work on it. But you as a person that's watching this, I know that you can do it and you've got to dedicate yourself. And maybe that's part of the goal. I want to make sure that I put in 20 hours recorded towards this specific thing that I've got that I want to achieve. And you hold yourself accountable for that. So you've got to really work hard on this. Work really smart, but work really hard. And then, if you've got the talent, it may, you may actually get there. But it's only a may. 
So you've got to give it everything because if you don't put everything in it, I promise you it's not going to happen. You'll get to a certain level in your plateau. Really, your success comes down to you. And it's a realization that a lot of people don't like to hear. But if you put that on your shoulders, it's amazing how you step up. It's amazing how you really get focused on, right, what can I do today? Was I good enough today? And you're quite happy with the answer. No, I had three days off. All I did was ate chocolate, crisps, drank alcohol and played PlayStation. Right, it's time to get back on the wagon and really get back on this. Fine, everybody, you're human. You're going to have times when you don't meet your standards. But if you've got something that holds you accountable on a regular basis, you're rinse and repeating it you're gonna pick yourself up. You won't stay in that PlayStation couch for long, right? So in a nutshell, that is it. Find out about last year why you failed. And even if you, even if you, like, you did, didn't fail, there's gonna be something you're not happy with. Expose it. Then start to create next year. This is a game, right? We're gamifying everything, we're scoring stuff. You're a character, you're seeing how this character can climb that journey, uh, the attributes they need. We're giving that, character on the screen which is you the attributes they need we're training them and we're making sure we're holding them accountable and if you just keep doing this and it's stuff you know but that is the skeletal that's the structure of how to improve as a person and you live by this with your career with your relationships you know goals in relationships right um so it's with your racing with your career everything with finance whatever it is you can apply this to any part of your life that you have or could have a goal within okay that's it that's the the quickest way i can explain of how to change your life and turn things around and get better results once again thank you to everybody who has watched these shows and listened to them on spotify or wherever it is you listen to it on I couldn't have done it without you. And it's, it's, it's such a pleasure just to keep delivering this information, the stuff that comes up. And I just know my community. I know they're going to love this kind of information. And I love sharing it. It's my outlet. So what we're going to do now, we're going to finish for the season, for the year. I'm now going to do an audio book of the, the latest parents book. So I've got work to do and clients to, to service. Then we're going to have Christmas. Then we'll get January out the way. And I should be back with a new series if everybody wants that, this is. So let me know. <laughs> it's like, end, stop, I've had enough. Fine, I'll stop. But if I do come back for a series eight, crikey already, then it'll be pretty much in line with when the F1 season starts, when we're back on the road and I start to get my, um, get my YouTube camera back out again. But I'm working on some exciting stuff on the mental training side. I'm starting a company now in mental fitness for anybody who wants to make their mind better. So I'll keep you keep you pretty much up to speed with that. It's quite exciting. So thanks again, everybody. Have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. And I'll see you the other side.